Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Hi, thanks for joining me for episode 258, I think. Sometimes I lose track of these things. Episode 258 of Hippie Witch, Magic for a New Age. My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the kooky creatrix behind Kick-Ass Switch, Putting the K in Magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and all that good shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode, back on blog, talk radio. Happy October, everybody. Happy October. Yay! I love October. I love September too. It's my birthday month and I love the autumn equinox because it's, it's, it's kicking off fall. Uh, but fall here in Los Angeles, you don't really start to feel it until October and only on certain days in October. In September, it's mostly a lot of wishful thinking. <laughs> I do bust out my sweaters. I just love fall so much. Um, I try on all my sweaters and I fantasize about fall. But in October, we actually have days where it feels like October, although we're going through a heat wave right now. So... Uh, yeah, happy October, everybody. Yay! Every witch's favorite time of year, right? I'm saying yeah. Today we are going to be talking about how real magic happens outside your comfort zone. And if you've been listening to me for a while now, you know that I have my own special name for the comfort zone because the comfort zone sounds way too comfy for my taste. In fact, even calling it the comfort zone feels like a total lie to me. So I prefer to call it the zone of lies. The zone of lies. That's what it really is. So really we're going to be talking about how real magic happens outside the zone of lies. The lies that keep you sedate and small and comfortably numb. But first... I have a little call to action for you, and it comes with a bribe. (laughs) I got this idea from the oh-so-magical Sarah Prout's newsletter yesterday, and I was like, yes, I'm totally going to do that because I'm ready to get serious about this podcast, seriouser than serious, which is why I'm recording this episode with my brand new pop filter. I hope it cuts back on the annoying gross spit sounds that always drives me up the wall and uh, the more I lean into my mic and I make I make the volume louder the more spit you hear and that just drives me crazy (laughs) and I hope it cuts back on the pee sounds when I say things like power, potent, possibility. So I'll have to listen back to see if this thing actually works. (laughs) But here's the deal. Here's the deal. I am looking to rack up some iTunes reviews and really get the word out about Hippie Witch. And I need your help with that. So I am holding a contest this month of October 2017. And I will announce the winners of that contest on Halloween. 
on Samhain, the launch of the winter transition, Tuesday, October 31st. And yes, you heard that right. Winners, as in plural. I am choosing three. And I'm going to do that just with a blind drawing from a hat, picking names out of a hat. I'm just going to put everyone's name, everyone who wants to enter the contest, into a hat and then let the universe take it from there. So the first name I choose will be the grand prize winner and will receive a one-on-one coaching session with yours truly. That is me. I offer two different kinds of coaching, and if you are the lucky winner, you get to choose. You can choose whichever one speaks to you. First, I offer straight-up life coaching, with I, which I call with the utmost sincerity, coaching that doesn't suck. And the second kind is, I hope, self-explanatory, and that is biz witch coaching, which is mainly focused on creating your own brand online. Should you win this prize, but you just don't feel up to or in need of coaching right now, you are more than welcome to swap that out for the winter transition module of the psycho-spiritual wheel of the year. Oops, sorry. I'm bumping my pop filter. Uh, So I call Samhain Halloween. It's really the launch of this six-week period called the winter transition. We're transitioning from fall into winter, and then we hit Yule, right? So that is why it's called the winter transition module. The next two names that I pick out of that hat will get to choose between my eBooks. I have two eBooks. One is The Rich Witch, Seven Portals of Prosperity, and the other is The Spiritually Mature Witch, Five Keys to Unlocking Your Personal Power. If you win this prize and you already have a copy of both books, you can gift the book of your choice to a friend or or you can swap it out for a fun little power tool I created called Thought Forms That Spring to Life. So if that sounds good to you, if that sounds like something that you would like, all you have to do to be entered into this contest is to subscribe to Hippie Witch on iTunes Post a review for the podcast on iTunes. I guess this is a three-step process. Subscribe, post a review, and then email me your iTunes username so I can add you to the drawing. Um, And then in having your email, that will help me in sending you the prize if you win. So my email address is Joanna. DeVoe at gmail.com, J-O-A-N-N-A-D-E-V-O-E at gmail.com, and that is it. I love a good online contest, (laughs) and and every time I do one, although I think this is the first one I've ever done on the podcast, but every time I do one, I'm always like, I should do more of that more often, so here we are. We're doing another one, and Really, this contest is so fitting for today's topic because we are talking about expansion and I am looking to expand the reach of this podcast. Uh, And did did I even mention the theme for October yet? (laughs) I don't think I did. Uh, The theme here this month is really the motto of my biz, uh, creating the kick-ass life of your dreams. I wanted to dig into that with more focus this month, so I've got a couple of interviews coming up in the weeks ahead with a couple of women who have their own 
sorry, this pop filter, I'm not used to this. I just whacked it. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but I whacked it down and I had to put it back up. So I have uh, a couple of interviews coming up with women who have their own unique take on that, creating the cake-ass life of, of your dreams. And then today I'm going to share mine. So the main thing I work with my coaching clients on, even if we're not talking about it directly, is fear. Fear. I mean, it's if you want to have, let's say, your own business online, it's very easy to figure out how to do that. But the trick is in getting yourself to go through the steps and, and market and sell and do all the things you have to do to have a functioning, profitable business online. And largely, that's about fear. Uh, that's just an example. Obviously, you don't all have your own online businesses, but those primarily people contact me for that kind of work. So fear is a contracting energy. It's the opposite of expansion. It contracts, it pulls in, and it lies. Fear is a liar. Not all the time there is fear that serves you well, and that's important to remember too. Fear isn't always a liar. Liars aren't always lying. They just lie a lot. <laughs> so uh, there is fear that serves you well. And, uh, you know, that kind of fear keeps you from walking into a busy intersection or getting into a car with a stranger or wandering into a shady neighborhood alone at night. But most of the fear that we experience is in a nutshell, I guess I would say it is a greatly exaggerated fear of life, which is really fear of expansion. And this kind of fear lies to us by telling us things like, well, you know, I, you really don't want to go out tonight because it's so much more fun to just be alone. You're such a loner. You're the hermit archetype, right? And and people are assholes anyways. Let's just watch Netflix. And um, when really the truth is that you don't like the vulnerability you feel when you go out on a Saturday night. When you go to a party, you feel anxious. You might have social anxiety or you just feel kind of awkward and Making new friends is challenging, or what if that you run into that person that you don't like, right? So fear kind of lies to you and comforts you and soothes you from expanding. Uh, I don't know why that example just came to my mind. <laughs> I think I've been dealing with a lot of loners lately, and I do think there are people that are genuine loners or the hermit archetype, but I'm seeing... Many, many, many people claim this, and I believe in general we are social creatures and we need each other. So um, if that's you, I would examine that and make sure that's not a shadow belief that is keeping you in the zone of lies. <laughs> uh, so fear is a jailer, a jailer, the guard who keeps you locked in a prison of your own making, a prison so suited to your unique shadow drives that you don't even know it's there. It's super familiar and comfortable. 
Therefore, the comfort zone, aka the zone of lies. But as I've said before, the comfort zone isn't really as comfortable as it seems on the surface because just below that is a sense of unrest, a kind of dissatisfaction with life. It's a slow burn. It's something that maybe not always is in your awareness, but it's there nonetheless. nonetheless like feelings of stagnation or resentment or anger even. Uh, the feeling that life is passing you by. And you would think that those kind of feelings would be enough to bust you out of jail and into the fresh light of day, but but they're often not. Maybe they're usually not because when we do dare to stick our neck out and breathe a breath of fresh air, shit starts to get really hard. <laughs> it starts to get unexpected or chaotic or challenging. And suddenly we are in unfamiliar territory and unfamiliar is uncomfortable. And so we retreat with great relief often back into the familiar comforts of the zone of lies. I have had many experiences with this where I would feel a great deal of anxiety around a situation and there's always a payoff to what we do, right? And there's a huge payoff to staying in your comfort zone. That's why we stay there. Uh, but I would, you know, have to make, I don't know, I would just avoid something. I don't want to get too into the specifics of my life, but I would not show up for something or I would cancel something and then I would feel a great deal of relief wash over me. I would have the nagging feeling in the very back of my mind that I was missing out or I was fucking up or I was losing an opportunity, but I was able to just push that voice down into the shadows and be like, shut up. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this relief. And then I'd hang out by myself. That makes me sad to think about, actually, because I did that so often. I've done that so many times. So, uh... I saw something... Someone posted something online recently. I don't remember what social media was. It was probably Twitter, because I love Twitter. Um, but someone posted something online recently, which basically said... If it's not hard, you're not growing. And my instant response was, I hear that <laughs> because I do. I so hear that when life starts feeling really challenging, that is your opportunity to grow. When your very comfortable life starts to feel uncomfortable, that is magic time. That's time to get really, really, really present to what is to breathe and to stay present and to look for the lessons and the opportunities which most people miss because they retreat when they are challenged, which they often experience as a threat. But here's the thing. A challenge is not a threat. It's just life and life is in constant motion. Life is change. It's an ever-changing, ever-expanding experience and if you can reframe the challenges of life as opportunities to grow, that's exactly what you'll do. And so too, this is awesome, so too will your comfort zone grow along with it. 
Your comfort zone will expand. The edges of your reality will expand. Your possibilities will expand. And that expansion is, even as it challenges you, extremely exciting. (laughs) Sometimes people confuse excitement with nervousness. They feel very much the same. And again, that's something maybe to work on reframing, but it's very exciting when something challenges you. And I believe a magical mindset is one that courts change, one that sees the possibilities and opportunity in challenge. One that is ever expanding and growing and learning new exciting things. Remember our working definition here too um, for magic is creating change in accordance with your will. That's the kind of magic I'm interested in. Creating change in conformity or accordance with your will. And that's what a life spent outside the, the zone of lies makes possible. Real change, constant change, just like life itself, magic. A magical mindset is one that embraces that. Uh, Author and speaker, primarily author, I think, Carol Dweck. If you don't know her work, I highly recommend looking her up. Carol Dweck, W, or excuse me, D-W-E-C-K. She calls it a growth mindset. I think her and all her work is focused on what a growth mindset is. A growth mindset is about development and expansion. So the universe is constantly expanding. And if as above, so below is really a thing, and I'm saying it is, so too are you constantly changing and expanding. And to stifle that growth To insist that things always remain the same, which FYI, they're never going to do, (laughs) but to try to make them remain the same, is to create stagnation, even atrophy. And deep down inside, you know that your soul wants something more because your soul is expansive. So again, your comfort zone is never going to be quite as comfortable as you want it to be because your soul is there with you going, hello what the hell are you doing? (laughs) I personally just went through an enormous growth period offline, uh, which is why I haven't posted a video in ages. And I'm trying to figure out how to post the next video because I've got so much vlog footage and so many things to say. And I guess I'm just going to have to start somewhere. Um, And I'm totally changing things up on YouTube and in my biz as a result of this enormous growth period, which is why I've just been silent. I'm in an integration period and just kind of taking a breath and a pause before I like launch back into all the usual stuff. But um, it was interesting when at the top of last month, September, when I was drawing a tarot card for the month. I drew rebirth. And that was the first time I'd ever used the Druid Craft Tarot, which I had sitting around for months. And uh, it both surprised and delighted me that the makers of that deck chose to reframe what is traditionally known as the judgment card as rebirth. So uh, 
when I first pulled the card, I felt like I had really just been through something in August and something expanding. And so I was very much feeling that I was emerging reborn. So picking the rebirth card was like, yep, totally. That's exactly where I am right now. And my first impression was of that was, uh, yay, this month is going to be all lollipops and roses. It's a rebirth. It's a celebration. <laughs> but what September quickly began to teach me is that when we are being reborn into a new situation, into a new state of being or way of life, chaos can ensue. And it can be hard to keep up with all the newness because it's new. It's not familiar. It's not comfortable. New things are new, you know. And yes, new can be very exciting. It can create a lot of energy and life feels so electric and alive. But also for me this time, it also felt harder to keep up with than I anticipated and I just had to let myself be new just to be new to the experience of being born again so to speak and when you think of a newborn baby calf or fawn for example you know they don't come out of their mother's womb and then just like hit the ground running they're covered in slime and they're super wobbly on their legs have you ever watched like on Facebook or YouTube like videos of new baby cows or lambs? They're so cute. Their legs look like rubber. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, they're, how are they still standing? Because their legs are like, Whoa. I think um, America's Funniest Videos has had some footage of that too. And it just looks unreal, unnatural, although it's totally natural the way their legs like blah, 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 back and forth like rubber. It's so cute. Um, and you just can't believe that there's that they're still persisting and yet they persist. They wobble on and sometimes they fall and they get back up and they wobble and they wobble and eventually they acclimate and are moving and grooving just like the best of them in no time. If we don't allow for those first few moments or days or weeks or even months to feel a bit wobbly on our legs... If we allow that to frighten us back into the comfort zone, we will be missing out on the, on the greener pastures of life that lie just outside the barn door. Do you want to spend your entire life in a stinky old barn? Or do you want to run free amongst the clover and wildflowers? <laughs> of course you want to run free. But first, the wobble. And this is something I, I really want to mention, too, when I'm talking about moving outside the zone of lies, embracing change, embracing expansion, which to me is embracing magic. I want to mention patience. Have patience with yourself when you're in the wobble. And, and then, too, again, in the time of integration that always follows a period of dramatic growth. And it's not only important to have patience with yourself, to be very kind to yourself as you're like, you know, wobbling and wobbling and falling back down, <laughs> falling down and getting back up and wobbling and wobbling. You know, have patience with yourself. Be kind to yourself like you would a little baby. Um, but also, 
to have patience with other people as they need time to catch up with and get to know the new you. And just to bust out another nature metaphor, <laughs> my son and I just hatched. He got one of those kits. I actually don't love these because they make me feel bad for the bugs. Uh, but he asked for, he loves bug barns. He, he's only allowed to catch flies. He used to catch bees. And then we made it a rule that he couldn't catch bees because we need the bees. Uh, the, you know, the planet needs the bees. So he just catches flies. And, which I don't mind at all. I feel no empathy for the flies. But uh, he wanted a new bug barn to do that. And he really likes, they're like these net bug barns. But they often come in kits where you get like free ladybugs or free caterpillars with them. and And you hatch them. So they come in like their little, in the case of butterflies, they come as caterpillars. And uh, so my sister got him that for his birthday, even though I told her not to, and uh, or I told my mom to tell her not to, to just get the cage. We got the butterflies, and I was like, oh gosh, okay, so like, let's hope these guys survive. And four caterpillars made it through the packing and shipping and sitting around in a, in a birthday present box for however long they sat around. And we got to watch them, you know, climb up to the top of the little cup that they came in and spin their cocoons. And it was all very exciting. And four butterflies emerged. They just hatched this weekend. And then we set them free on Monday morning. It was really beautiful. They were monarch butterflies. And if you know my anything about my son, he's obsessed with a couple of things, like deeply, deeply obsessed in a way that only someone with autism can be. <laughs> it's like a different level of, of obsession. And one of his obsessions is the moon. So when we let the butterflies go, the moon was out in the sky in the morning time. And it looked like they were flying to the moon. It was a very cool experience. And what am I talking about here? I don't know. Oh, I was going to launch into a metaphor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Other people having patience with other people. So You may have been a homely gray caterpillar last year. You might not have looked like much. And people might have liked that about you. They may have gotten used to that. They may have, you know, you may have been in their lives as this homely gray caterpillar. And then they might not have noticed the long, possibly painful process of development you went through in the cocoon stage. But now, all of a sudden... You've got these brightly colored, dazzling wings, and you can fly. (laughs) You're fucking flying. What? (laughs) I don't even know you anymore. I don't even know you anymore. Who are you? And it's true that sometimes we do outgrow the relationships in our life as we heal our lives, as we develop, as we change, as we expand. We, We do outgrow some people sometimes, and that's okay, too. But it's also true that sometimes the people we love just need some time to process who we've become. It's, it's going to be real to you before it's real to anyone else. And it might come as a bit of a shock to them <laughs> when you go from a gray homely caterpillar to a butterfly. That might take them out of their zone of lies. And that's a good thing. 
As we expand, we encourage others to expand. And just as nature intended, the expansion lives on and on and on and on and on times infinity. So that's my little spiel about how real magic, which I believe is change, happens outside the zone of lies. I hope you enjoyed this. I, I believe we've got Abiola Abrams coming on next week. And then after that, Marla Martinson. So we've got a couple of other opinions on what it takes to create the kick-ass life of your dreams or what that might look like. And if you want to win a free coaching call with me or one of my eBooks or the winter transition module of the Psycho Spiritual Wheel of the Year, don't forget to subscribe to Hippie Witch on iTunes. Write me a review telling the whole world how freaking awesome Hippie Witch is. <laughs> oh, it's so funny asking. I'm asking you. I'm asking you to please send a bit of praise my way. I would love it. Um, but really, that helps the podcast find more people because the more subscribers and the more reviews, the more it shows it to other people. So that's really the purpose behind that. And then don't forget to email me your iTunes username so I can see that you did all of that and I can enter you into the contest. So until we meet again, happy October. Much love to you. Peace.